0: Hey there cats and kittens, welcome to Bold Nights Out, the premiere podcast about things to do in and around Pittsburgh. Get the scoop on where to eat, drink, and get seen. Stay tuned. Hey, hi everyone. What's up my cats and kittens? Um, How's everybody doing?
1: We're doing pretty good. We're doing real good tonight. So, we'll talk about what we did tonight, uh, here in a minute. But in the meantime, we're on episode 44.
0: And, really, you dubbed this The Heat Is On?
1: Yes, I did dub this The "The Heat Is On!
0: on." It's on the street! I'm so glad we could totally sync up in that moment.
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, basically because the next five days here in Pittsburgh is going to be in the high 70s and low 80s. There is a chance of rain every day, but it's because of the, um... Warm temperatures coming in, and oh, so geez, forth. This is really good water. <laughs> and Amanda's <laughs> eyes just lit up, and I don't know if you heard her whisper. Um, but so we're gonna just go right into the. We hope you enjoy. Oh, wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, wait! So if the weather's that high, we all know what that means is coming.
1: Um, golf season, which has already been in
0: our busy season of bold. Oh
1: yes, the busy season of bold. So you're gonna have to keep the
0: busy season of bold. So what you're going to have to do is keep tuned to our Instagram, our Facebook, and our Twitter on all the places we're going to be this season. And
1: don't forget about the podcast because we're going to tell you where we're going to be a week ahead of time. Yeah.
0: So if you want to send us to any event or you'd like us to come to any event or you want us to talk about an event, send it our way, boldpittsburgh at gmail.com.
1: And we'll be more than happy to come out and hang out with you and see what it's all about.
0: And we'll even bring our little podcasting stuff and do a little podcast if you want to. We will. Or to just take pictures and Instagram story the shit out of it. (laughs)
1: Like tonight. Yes. If you saw our
0: Instagram story, um, it is Tuesday night. Um, If you saw our Instagram
1: story, we were at sports night. (laughs) And we're going to talk about that in a minute. And we have, what are you drinking? Now, I had something lined up, but we decided to nix that. And because we were at Sport Tonight and we had wine with the dinner, we decided to stick with the wine thing. So, so what are we
0: drinking? We are drinking Marcel Malbec.
1: From France. From
0: France. And all I could say was I took the first sip. And for a screw top wine, and it's a 2015, I just said, holy shit, this wine is really good.
1: Well, see, here's the thing. Um, so I thank you. have a slight buzz on. So thank you, Pennsylvania, for allowing us to ship wine to our house and everything. Now Amanda and I didn't ship wine to our house, but my father, who we were talking to at Easter time, um, don't shake it. It's not the pump thing that we had done at uh, the other one. What? At the other where the they, I was the, just the, watching it. Yeah, yeah, do it in a glass. Okay, stop. Uh, But anyway, so we were talking to my father at Easter, and and Amanda mentioned that her favorite wine was Malbec and so forth, and ironically, the next day he went into work and opened up his email, and there was a whole thing for a Malbec discount. So he ordered a whole case of wine, and it got shipped to his office, and then called Amanda very cryptically and said, hey, you need to stop by the house and pick something up. I have something for you. So thank you. you. So thank you to my dad, uh, Jim Fernald. Hopefully, you're listening at some point, and... Uh, whatnot? I doubt it. Uh, yeah, I doubt it too. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, this is, is.
0: Marcel Malbach from France. It's a 2015. It is a screw top, which I'm always weary on screw tops because I don't believe in them being a. But true it's really
1: damn wine good. bitch.
0: Um, which yeah. I'm topping myself a wine bitch That's from right? now on. It's no longer wine snob. You're a wine bitch. Mm. Um, I love the name on this, though. Imported by Simon & McKenzie. Like, that sounds like a fucking law Well, that's, that's
1: the importers out of probably New York.
0: Nope. Novato, California. Ah,
1: out of Cali. Okay. But when you smell this wine, it's got a really good fruit on the nose. A really good fruit forward. I just
0: lo- always love, too, the government warning on wine. Like, the label would be so pretty without it. But then I understand that they have to put it on. Oh my god, I can't stop sneezing. So Thanks. you
1: do well. Amanda sneezes. You do get the really good fruit on the nose of this wine. Uh, when you taste it, you get the nice tannin. Uh, it's gonna have a little bit of black cherry, uh, currant, little earthy tones to it. Nice mineral content. Uh, I believe this does come from the south of France, uh, which is gonna give it a. Um, it's going to give it a little more of a mineral content, little mineral bite to oh it. Oh, my
0: God. You are so technical right now. I'm it is sorry. just really good shit.
1: All right. Amanda I'm likes sorry. It.
0: I'm really not going to do this very well tonight.
1: So, remember how, like, a couple weeks ago I was low under the weather? Amanda's low under the weather tonight.
0: Amanda has worked five days. We're on seven of seven days. Maybe even nine of nine. I've lost count at this point. Of um, either single job and then writing... Or double job and sleep. So, um, I finally have a day off tomorrow. Even though I'm supposed to go work the Baco's game, we're hoping for a rain out or a call off. Because well, I'm beat. I can't, I can't function anymore. So,
1: we're going to go into where to eat this week. So, we're going to talk about oh, where we were at right tonight. And that was at Spork. Well,
0: I can't even begin to describe tonight's dinner. From... Uh, we we participated, if you follow Spork on social media, you know that they've been doing, they've been promoting this special night called Spork Made. And what it is, is it's homemade um, pasta dishes straight from the chef. So he literally hand makes the pasta and he had the like pasta roller out and made all the different linguine and that. Uh, the torrini and uh, Capitelli. all the di- the Capitelli and all the different like shaped noodles and all the sauces and everything. Um and I totally forgot to steal the menu. I, I actually I did. took a picture of it but I totally forgot to steal I the I coffee. did steal
1: the menu. I just left it in the car.
0: Oh, okay, good dear. Good boy. <laughs> That's why I know I bring you these Yeah,
1: it's just in the car. Uh, but I do have a picture of it here so we can take a look at uh we did have it was a five course meal. With wine pairings for each course. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first course was a Campanelli uh, with a, a, a huta lococe, um caramelized onions and feta. I'm
0: just gonna let and you read everything the,
1: because I can't fucking pronounce it. The coche basically, chef told us that it was a version of a um, uh, what's the my, truffle? It was a version of a truffle. Um, it was amazing pasta. The sauce on it was very light. Uh, it was more of, a, uh, of an oil-based sauce, had nice herb flavor to it. The caramelized onions were excellent. The feta cheese, cut that in. And, of course, uh, the first pairing was a, um, a, a, a Mortadere uh, brut champagne, uh, and that went very nicely with the feta cheese. Um, second course... We did a... Oh, uh, but
0: before that, we had bread. Because oh, what is a well, fucking Italian meal without right. a loaf of We did of have,
1: bread? We'd have... And the bread was amazing. House With house, a garlic butter. House-baked bread. Uh, it was a garlic pesto. There was a garlic butter. There was a honey butter. And there was a garlic-infused oil, uh, which was phenomenal. Um, second course we had was the uh, Tagliatelle. Uh, it was a Bolognese, uh with a Grana Padano, uh, which the Grana Padano... Uh, was the type of tomato and pepper that were used in there. And a bolognese sauce uh, is is your traditional meat sauce, but he did the traditional Italian version. So a lot of people think of um, bolognese of being like a deep, heavy red sauce with uh, a lot of meat in it. This was a lighter um, sauce. Had really great meat in there. He used lamb and beef and pork uh, in there as well. Uh, And then we did uh, the wine with that was a chateau. Uh, Chateau, um, Perrazzo, uh, Miniverse, uh, French wine. It was a Grenache uh, base grape out of the South of France. It was excellent. Uh, third course was one that I don't know how you liked it personally. I, I, have had types of this before. Uh, this was is probably a squid. Yeah, it was a smoked squid ink fusilli pasta, which if you know, fusilli it pasta is spicy. the short little curls.
0: It was spicy.
1: It, it did have a little spice because it was a smoked. Um, um,
0: I thought it was a little too spicy for me. I did um, eat all of the noodles, well, but the then reason I left why the rest it was up. spicy
1: was because there's chorizo in there. Chorizo is a spicy sausage. Well, I
0: don't. Yeah, I get that.
1: But, but it it's, did have it's spicy. But it did have octopus and chorizo, uh, asparagus, and oven roasted tomatoes. A lobster broth with a burnt lemon, and it was excellent. And they paired this with a J. Moreau uh, Phyllis chablis. Uh, Also out of France, a nice little white wine uh, aged in steel, no oak at all, lets the uh, Chardonnay grape uh, shine through. Fourth course we had was a smoked brisket ravioli, which by far I think was everybody's favorite uh, because the sauce Uh. on this was an espresso tomato style barbecue sauce.
0: That's what I think I liked the most about it was the um espresso barbecue sauce. Um and we wow. did have
1: kale and carrot were in this as well and they did this with a Haspana of uh, pirat uh wine, uh Spanish uh red very nice uh full-bodied wine and then for dessert they did their take on a Pittsburgh cookie table, which actually came out on a mini table.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed the wedding ta- the wedding cookie table. I will be honest, I um, that's like one of my favorite desserts, and the only other place that does it that I know of is Penbury. Um, so I really, really, really enjoyed the cookie table. I thought that was oh, really cute, and um. I I just really I liked everything. Um, thank you for uh, our generous host tonight. Um, with you, um, this was all taken care of by them. Um, we greatly appreciate the invite. Um, if you paid for a ticket to go, it was definitely worth it. Worth it. Um, and they're talking more diners, uh, dinners, and nights like this where they're going to host parties. So check out Spork's Facebook page, their Twitter um, handle, and their Instagram for more of information on their nights coming up. And you picked where to drink this weekend because I have no idea where this place even is. I know they're, I've seen, like, the logo on, like, street corners and, like... A
1: Arrows, And that's it. So this kind of goes along with the where to drink and also kind of goes with where to eat. Because their food is also amazing. Um, I picked Redfin Blues. It's Washington's Landing up on the Allegheny River. And the deck is over top of the river. And they have boat docks that come up. You can drive your boat up to dock up there and go into the restaurant, into the bar area, and eat and drink.
0: So... Where in relation to silkies is it? Silkies? Crowsnest uh, Crow's Nest In Sharpsburg. Uh
1: Washington's is an island in oh. the river. So how do you get out to it? <laughs> a bridge. Where else in this town? You got a bridge. I'm confused. It's it okay, it it, it it's essentially who the hell
0: puts a, a restaurant in the middle of an island? Well, because In the middle a bunch of, of a river. There's a bunch of houses in and everything on Washington's Landing oh, okay. and
1: everything. There's a bunch of condos and everything. Okay,
0: else well, now you're explaining it a little bit, right?
1: I'll, I'll pull up the map here in a moment. I'll show you where it That's
0: is. That's okay. You can just smack me on the forehead. No, you go to sleep. I'm
1: not going to smack you on the forehead. Just like, you go to go sleep. Minute. But um, they have this huge deck outside and mm. it overhangs the river. So why haven't we ever ducks? gone
0: day drinking there?
1: Because you don't ever get a chance to really day drink.
0: I don't ever get a chance to really day drink. It has been a long ass time since I sat on a deck and day drank. But besides their drinks, and then take a nap and night drink.
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's always fun. Besides their um, drinks, they do have some great food: Um, buffalo shrimp, soft shell crab, jumbo shrimp cocktail, um, seared tuna. Uh, They have nice salads and side dishes. Uh, you get into some of their steak salads. They have a blackened salmon salad, um, chicken p- caprese salad, uh, sandwiches. They have lobster roll, which is amazing. Uh, the redfin battered beer, uh, beer battered fish, which is awesome. Uh, you get into jumbo up crab cakes, grilled salmon. They do a pizzas as well. Um, pasta with clam sauce. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a red or a white clam sauce, but I'm sure it's quite delicious no matter what it is. Fish tacos are excellent as well. Uh, they do have uh, a few specials um, that they do. And give me one second to click out of that and I'll get into that again. Um, they do uh, $38 all you can eat um, steamed uh, snow crab clusters. And they also do um, $5 Miller Lite buckets for their happy hour. Um, weekdays 4 to 6. They are open. Uh, in their, It's in season now because it's April 1st. They're only open April 1st, October 1st. And it's um, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, 11.30 in the morning to 10 p.m. Wednesday, Thursday, 11.30 a.m. to 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11.30 a.m. to midnight. And they are in Washington's Landing, which is pretty much where they're located is underneath, or just to, if you're going across the 31st Street Bridge out of the Strip District, Lawrenceville corner there, and you go across over towards the Millville side. They're right on the left side of the 31st Street Bridge. So you have to actually cross the bridge, get off, and then loop back on to Washington's Landing. And um, what there is there, because you have to go into River Avenue, and you actually have to take the 30th Street Bridge, which is the bridge that goes on to Washington's Landing there. Um, so Redfin Blues, I know um, Brian Craw- Crawford from here. From uh, the River's Edge, uh, that's one of his favorite little spots to go down and have a beverage or two. Um, so, Brian, thank you very much. I, I noticed you go down there on occasion. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, where to drink this week. And also where to eat, uh, as well as you we already mentioned the spork. And we'll have that article coming out here <laughs> shortly.
0: Over the weekend.
1: Over the weekend on, um, on our uh, page on Bold Pittsburgh. And
0: we'll be complete with video from the chef himself.
1: Oh, you're going to do video Make this time? It. I did. I recorded nice. the entire
0: thing. We're going to edit together some little video about how the pasta is made, how he does everything. Um, so I thought that was a really cool video because he did a little demonstration on how Spork makes their pasta. So we'll be doing that on video.
1: And you know what the best part about when he was describing that? Is they have this nice pasta maker that's restaurant quality pasta maker. Mm-hmm. He said, but here's the thing. He said, you can do this at home with this recipe on your KitchenAid mixer with the pasta attachment. He said, actually, he goes, we have a KitchenAid mixer and a pasta attachment for any event that this breaks. (laughs) And they have to get it fixed. He said, we can run the restaurant for a while on a KitchenAid mixer pasta attachment. He says, but they do have their actual larger size pasta. And Amanda does have pictures as well as video of that pasta machine that Chef was using tonight. Um, so I think we're going to go ahead and um, take a break oh, right is it break now. Oh, break time already? It is break time. We're going to take a break. And then you listen to uh, some other friends here on the River's Edge um, about their shows that they're doing as well. And we'll be back in just a few moments.
0: Hey, this is Matt Geica, the host of your alternative sports talk program on the River's Edge. It's called Geica's Got Game, and it's every Friday, at 7 a.m., I'll give you a peek behind the sports media curtain, zoom out for the big picture, and always obsess over the details of the games, teams, and players we love or love to hate. That's Geikes has Got Game every Friday at 7 on the River's Edge. All right, and we are back. Now comes the part in the show where we talk about where to be seen this weekend or in the next coming weeks. Um... By the way, just as a reminder, the third part of this show, after the second break, obviously, is not safe for work. So do get prepared for that. Pull your headphones out now um, for when that comes up, because that's (laughs) you don't want to be listening to that without headphones on.
1: Yeah, not all of it's good for...
0: I don't even know what you picked this week. What? Oh my... Oh, that's interesting. Very good topics. I try. I'm leaving him to his own devices this week and it's kind of scary because I'm overworked.
1: So, so Amanda's like, Hey, can you take care of this? Hey, can you take care of this? So today I'm sitting here in this afternoon, I'm writing out the show notes, and I text her while she's at work, Hey, what do I need to pull out of where to be seen and whatnot? And she goes, Take this, this, and this out, because that's over and add this, this, and this. And then I pulled a few things out of my own. So
0: Alright, so uh, well, we're going to start out with Wiggle Whiskey, like we always do. It's still continuing every Friday, a five-year anniversary through mid-May, when they do their Malt Malt release and open up the Barrel House. Um, they did have their grand opening last week of the Tap Room. Please check out our Facebook um, or check out our uh, Instagram for that. Uh, we did have some pictures. I will have... A nice little write-up about it on the blog, hopefully, this weekend. Um, I was upset was I like, couldn't
1: go. Oh, it is
0: really pretty. Amanda
1: got to make her own. It is own. really pretty. You got to make your own old-fashioned.
0: Um, that was the coolest part. And we did talk about it last week on the podcast, so you can go back and listen to it. The coolest part about this tap taproom is, is that you can go in there, and they will give you a sheet of paper, and you get to make your own old-fashioned, and they deliver it to you on a silver tray. And then you mix it all yourself, stir it. Um, They have the garnishes and everything all set up for you. And then you basically enjoy it. So you get to be the bartender, basically, was their whole idea of it. Um, But you can buy bottles there of everything that they sell. Um, from their their barrels that are gifts to um, the bottles of their newer stuff. Like the old Tom Gin was there. And the, of course their classic the line. And their well. classic line. They had Genevieve there. They had everything there. So um, it is in the Omni William pen. It is now open to the public. Here's the deal. I was completely wrong. I thought it was the speakeasy. Nope. But coming in the few in the next few weeks, we're gonna talk about what the Speakeasy is doing and as soon as they release it. Because I got a little snake peek on what's going on at the
1: speakeasy soon. I can't wait till we get a sneak peek to go check out the new stuff. Um
0: But it is in the Omni where the beauty salon used to be. So if you enter in off of Oliver Avenue on the side entrance of the Omni, it used to be the beauty salon, which was right there. It is now Wiggle Tap Room, and they have window clings and everything like that, so you could tell where it is. Um, you can only enjoy the cocktails in there. You can't take them back to your room. You can't take them out into the Omni. But it's right there for you to enjoy. Yes. Um, so I anyways, suggest so you buy a bottle and take it
1: back to your room.
0: That's a lot of
1: alcohol. Well, you don't have to drink it all in one night.
0: Well, we're talking—that's a whole lot of whiskey, Dick. Well, again, I just said something not safe for work.
1: That's okay. I apologize.
0: This whole podcast
1: is not safe for work. That's all right. <laughs> so, again, Anyways. the grand opening of tap room. Also, the barrel house is opening with the malt malt release coming up.
0: Yes. So next in the next few weeks, they're yes. going to do the whole barrel everything and do a mom will well, well release yes i'll have more on that on the blog this week too
1: also amanda gets to go see on thursday night with our friend missy uh she gets to go see death of a salesman that's put on the by the pittsburgh public theater uh that's downtown there at the o'reilly theater on penn avenue uh so next podcast amanda will have a complete and utter review of said show
0: yes Definitely, we'll be talking a little Death of the Salesman. And then, of course, get your tickets now for Kaiju Big Battle at August Wilson Center with the cultural test and multiple choice. You get to go to a party, um, see a show, eat a food truck, or all of the above. So um, that's that's one of the things. That, that That's definitely something coming up. And that show's in June, Yes. So get your tickets now for it. And
1: you're going with the Sorgs on that, aren't you?
0: I am going with somebody from the Wrestling Mayhem show. It's not going to be Mr. Sorg himself, but I will be going with one of the Mayhammers. Ah. Um, we'll be recording and going with me to the show. So we're Excellent. pretty excited about that. Um, Millville Music Festival is coming up in the next few weeks, sponsored by the River's Edge. And hear us wonderful at Bold Pittsburgh. Um...
1: We will be doing a lot of podcasting that day. We will be
0: doing a whole lot of everything that day. So I have the entire day off. We're going to Uber in in the morning, Uber out at night. Um, It's just going to be a very, very busy day. Um, So if you have any interest in seeing... We have been releasing Who the Music Bands Are throughout the month on Bold. Um, So we're going to keep that rolling uh, throughout uh, going up into the show. Check out our own... Website bold pgh, it has its own uh, page on the website that highlights all about the uh, actual event and who's playing it. Um, you added like two or three things, I did.
1: I did. I oh found my something cool goodness. because, um, not only do the Penguins start playing the Capitals on Thursday night, oh
0: god, but go.
1: also the NFL draft starts Thursday night. Um, so with that being said. The Steelers hold their... What they are doing is the um, Steeler Fan Blitz. they kind of like Pirate Fest, though. And
0: you're saying this as we're watching the news and Le'Veon Bell released the right, video. Right, exactly.
1: Le'Veon Bell released the video. But anyway, um, so the Steelers Fan Blitz is going to be at Heinz Field. Uh, it's going to be on Saturday, the 29th, from 12 until 6. Tickets are $15 for adults, $5 for youth, 12s and under. Um, you can go ahead and this is going to cover... Uh, You'll get to meet the 2017 Steelers draft picks. uh, And they'll announce live in the PNC Champions Club. Um, Also, you have on-field activities. There'll be a youth skills session for grades 1 through 8 at the north end of the field. And 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. there'll be a field goal kicking for all ages at the south end of the field. Um, You'll get to meet and greet uh, all the draft picks that the Steelers picked this year. Um, Also, there will be players, current and former, Uh, That will be there signing autographs at different locations throughout Heinz Field. Mainly in the club levels, the uh, Great Hall, um, and um, one other place. Oh, the UPMC Lounge as well. Um, The players are subject to change. uh, So they're not announcing a list of the players and so forth. Um, There will be a DJ performing 12 to 5. Also, all six of those beautiful Tiffany Sterling silver Lombardi trophies will be on display all together, and you can get your picture taken with those and so forth. I've been to this event before, it's excellent. Uh, It's good to take the kids to, Um, so it is a family friendly event. Um, When I went last time, they did serve some beer, um, but nobody really got out of hand. It's a good family friendly event. They have the Steely McBeam, will be there, there's some high school teams that'll be there as well. Uh, some pit football players. Uh, and then you have, a course, stealing McBeam. And, you know, you get to visit the locker rooms and take photos and so forth in the player's locker room. It's a great um, family day. <coughs> and what else did I pick over here, babe? Oh, here it is. The Chili Cook-Off and Art Benefit on Shiloh Street. Oh my God. Yeah, this is really cool. So... If you're familiar with anything on Shallow Street, there is one bar up there. It's Cafe Nico's. They actually do a chili cook off with all their regulars and people that enter to cook their own chili at home, bring it into the bar. And they, they hold that event the bye week of the Steelers season. But this is the chili cook off and art benefit. Um, this is going to be held all on Shallow Street. Uh, it's gonna be on Saturday, April 29th, from two to seven. Uh, all the join the Shiloh Street businesses for your inaugural chili cook-off and art benefit. Free chili at um, uh, sample. Free chili samples of Blue Moon uh, specials at participating locations. Local artists will be featured throughout Shiloh Street. Uh, also, the um, there's gonna be giveaways and prizes announced at uh, different areas. Um, you're going to have registration and check-ins at Redbeard's. You have Cafe Nico, Shiloh, The Summit, Pax and Dogs, Mount Washington Fire Department Station 27, Scarpazi's, JJ Restaurant, Micro Diner, Sloppy Joe's, and more to be added. Uh, online pre-sale general admission is $5. That ends on the 20th, uh, which is over. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, general admission, uh, online general admission, what supplies last are $8 and the door day of the event is $10. Uh, that is sponsored by the Neighbors on the Mount, uh, Diana Rue Media, and um, the Blue Moon Brewing Company. So that's going to be fun uh, this weekend. And What's the other event I picked? Babe? And the Neighborhood Flea. Yeah, the Neighborhood Flea, and this Which is, is one the, of my favorites. And this is the Mother's Day edition.
0: What's well, kickoff season for it?
1: It is so. Um, why did I do that? I didn't need to do that. Oops. So this is um. Uh, This is going to be coming up. This is an upcoming event, May 14th, Uh, hence the Mother's Day edition. Uh, Neighborhood of Lee is a vibrant pop-up urban marketplace offering inspired shop experiences in the Pittsburgh Strip District, flea finds, food trucks, baked goods, coffee, vintage wares, handmade, furniture, local services, music, friends, and fun. And that will be in the Strip District. Um, And that's going to be an awesome time. You went last year, if I remember correctly. Um, or at least one-to-one events. Maybe not this particular one.
0: I try to go to a lot of neighborhood fleas, and I made it marks during, uh, during the season. I really, really do. I try to go to all of them to try to, um, just, you know, see what they have and have some fun there and everything. Um, so...
1: So... That's a good yeah. thing to go to. The Steeler Fan Blitz, I've gone to in the past. Um, like I said, it is a family-friendly event. Um, I've gone to the one in Pittsburgh. Now, I've also actually, when I lived in D.C. area, um, I went to the Redskins day. Whenever the NFL draft used to be on, like, two days. It was a Saturday and a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the one at FedEx Field in Washington, D.C. And what was awesome about that is, I, A, I'm not a Redskins fan. I was wearing my Steeler's garb the whole time I was there. Uh, but everybody's really cool. But what Dan Schneider does, who's the owner of the Redskins, is they he picks their first round draft pick, and then as soon as the first round draft pick is picked, they do their things they have to do in New York, and he flies them express down to DC, and he has them in a helicopter from the airport or whatever, and then he lands the helicopter in the fifty yard line in the stadium, and that's how he inter- that's how he introduces their number uh-huh. one draft pick that year, which is really cool. I don't think the Steelers will be able to do that. Uh, being the fact that now the NFL has the draft split up over five days instead of two. Um, but hey, uh, it'll be a fun weekend. Enjoy that. And, um, I think we're ready for another break now, aren't we? And you get to hear another message from friends of ours here on river's edge and their shows to listen to, uh, when they're ready.
0: Yeah. So we will, um, we're going to take a break. Thanks guys. We'll be guys. back in just a moment.
1: They did leech people up until, yeah, like 1910 or so, I think.
0: That... How do you know that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like till 1910 or so. Well, it's for me. I used to get girls till 1910 10 or so. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have girls
0: give me booty calls till 1910 or so.
1: <laughs> hey, Money bags! tune in to Funny Money at 7 a.m. Thursdays. Did you hear Tom? He said 7 a.m. Tune in.
0: All right, and we are back. Now, it's that time, folks. Put the headphones on. Turn down the volume. Shoo the boss away. It is time for He Said, She Said. Not safe for work. All right. Again, I let Steve pick the topics. So this got a little risque, and I exposed a great big secret last week. You did. It's okay. I exposed a little secret. I just made it sound like it was
1: big. Correct. So this week I chose. I was reading an article about, and, it, and, it, and they pulled professional men and women. Okay. So you can take that to age group. It said professional men and women. So you pick your age group. I'm assuming when they say professional men and women, I'm saying... Over the, the age rate,
0: of 35.
1: I, I, I'm assuming it's probably 30 and up. So they had a question of when dating um number of dates that you go on um before sex and they gave and that the number came down to the average was 5 so i'm looking at 5 at 5 really? five, five dates before before sex okay um, so
0: if this is one date a week then that just means and that means physical dates like Dinner in a movie, or does that mean it just like, said
1: dates? It didn't five say phone
0: conversation, it
1: just said dates. <laughs> so, I'm assuming it's time out together. Um, so that could
0: have been like that could be one date a week for a month, and they've been talking on the phone every night. Like, that's a long time if you put it right, in that but also
1: if it's five days, figure, day had three dates one week and then two dates the next week, and then they, you know, it's so that's that two dates, then it's a and 10 like, day boom. That's a ten day period. You know. So yeah, so the, yeah. the uh, they they said the average was five and I put the plus and minus next to there, figuring yeah, and what they did is is they pulled the men and the women uh huh and they realized that the men are actually more willing to go the five dates or even more than the women were. Because the women were like, Yeah, five dates is cool. Like, but anything over five days, the women were like, well, what's wrong with me? Do I talk too much? Am I fat? Do I... And that is true. Do I do this? Do I do that? What, that what's wrong with true. me? Why doesn't he want... He didn't even have a talk with me, but, you know, we're not... What's going on? <laughs> and the guys were like, eh, well, you know, maybe she has some type of moral upstanding and, you know, maybe there's some type of thing going on and, and she's... Doing this or doing that. And the guys are the ones that are so, more willing to wait. So it
0: turns into the, who's going to make the first move first.
1: Pretty much. But also you have to... But within five dates, you you would think also you would have a, a feel out of each other to... Uh, to see, hey... I don't know about do that. Do you want to come in? Uh, you know, drop her off at home. See if she invites you in for coffee. Or if you're taking a lift home together... And you know you're the first drop off. I'm gonna come up for a nightcap. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I say, hey, you know, you want to come up for a drink? You know, whatever. Uh, I mean, so it was the over under was five, which was really cracking me up about that whole thing, because we've all had those. Let's go out for drinks and hang out, whether you're by yourself or with your friends, and that turns into waking up somewhere where you didn't expect to wake up.
0: Speak for yourself.
1: Male whore. Oh, really?
0: (laughs) I will go on record as saying I've only had two one-night stands, and they were both in college, and they were both men that I knew I was going to have a one-night stand with and want nothing to do with the next day. Um, I knew that I just wanted to see what it was like and didn't give a fuck afterwards. There you go. Which is horrible of me. I know. I got a dinner out of it. Really, it was what it was. I was in a, I was in a phase in my dating life of not caring.
1: Really, it was a dating.
0: And you're still trying to frantically search for the actual right
1: article and now, which yeah. doesn't even matter. It doesn't, you know. But but here's the, what what do you folks out there think? You know, seriously, like. Email us in and, and tell us what y'all think about is it plus or minus five dates?
0: So, do you have a plus? What, what do you consider?
1: Uh, I go back to the, the, the movie Swingers.
0: Oh, Jesus. Here we go.
1: Vince Vaughn, you know, uh, three sun ups or three sundowns. Three sundowns. Three sundowns. So, three dates? Three days three days three sundowns three days. That was the you you wait three days to call and then then after that you go on your your next date after that and that's when it should all go down. That's
0: awfully quick.
1: Well I mean yeah I don't know if I agree with that. Well I mean okay, honestly as a guy, five dates sure. You know, five dates before we, you know, go back to wherever and get it on. You know, I, I'm good with that. Again, you know, maybe there's there's a feeling out period. There's this. You just made wine come out of my nose when you said get it on. Well, I mean that is your ringtone. So, uh, but no, seriously, I mean five dates. You know, you have time to feel each other out, and then and if you already and then if you joke and make little comments, and then she reciprocates. With little jokes and comments. It kind of just builds it up. And then it's just supposed to be amazing after that. But I, I I don't know. How do you feel as a woman about the whole five date rule?
0: I feel like five is pretty good. But I'm one of those types that only does about one or two dates a week. When I first meet a guy. I don't do like three dates in one week. And then two in the next. If I've met you... I mean, we talk all the time, we'll text each other almost every day, but physically going out once or twice a week.
1: Like, so that could be a whole month for me that is five dates. But also, if if he doesn't make an advance after five dates and is kind of like chilling back, do you get that whole subconscious No, I like, make the first move then. Then it's like heavy
0: kissing, some petting, and then I, I'll make the move.
1: Okay. But if he hasn't... I'm not it, a prude. Right, but... If he hasn't made a move, do you feel like, or even in the first three dates, he hasn't even made a move, made a snide comment, a little joke, or anything like that, do you feel like, is it me?
0: No. No. Okay. Uh, but I'm not that way. I'm not like uh, Well, I know girls. you're not that way. <laughs> I'm not like normal girls, where I don't picture that. Like, I would think, like, well, maybe he wants to wait, or maybe he, um... Uh, the only fucked up thing I would think is maybe he has a girlfriend or another side person. Like, maybe he's dating around.
1: Dating which... around, like, he's dating you on Wednesday and he's got somebody else dating on yeah. Friday.
0: So, that would be the only part that I would I would question. It wouldn't be like, is it me? Am I fat? Um, do I smell? Did I forget to shave an armpit? Because, yes, I've shaved one armpit and forgot the other. Like... I seriously which makes me look like I I need a pat on the head, but I like honestly like I've shaved one leg and then gotten out of the shower. I've done it, trust me.
1: I think Hulk um, would have
0: done that though. I'm a really, really tired and busy person. Um so I just figure, like not that there's something wrong with me, but I wonder is he dating other people? And then it comes down to the whole safe sex role, where Correct. he doesn't want to be banging me on Wednesday and banging that chick on we- on Friday, and that chick's got something going on. And then he gives it to me, and he gets it, and blah 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 blah. Correct. And then that's an uncomfortable conversation
1: nobody wants to have. Yes. Um, where you like you meet with the two at a coffee shop, and be like, hey, ladies, how's it going? Amanda, meet meet Julie. Julie, meet Amanda. Yeah, I've been banging you both, and You need to go to a doctor.
0: Yeah, nobody wants that conversation. So if he doesn't make the move or make a joke or something, um, because in all honesty, I have been... um, like the second person on of that week on a date or like the guy just decided to date a couple girls at the same time which is fine i've dated a couple guys at the same time like three or four you know and just um, like
1: uh, yeah well there's that flip side
0: too it's it's more single and you're kind of like playing the field kind of thing and then figuring out who you want to sit down with we that he was huge in early two thousand and late 90s that whole like, well, oh, I'll have like four or five different guys and Then settle down with one of them that presents itself the best situation like make them fill out a job application um, but On the flip side of it I wasn't sleeping with any of them for the sheer fact of that's not a conversation. I want to have and If one of them came up to me and was like, why aren't we sleeping together? I'd be like, because there's three more of you. And uh, if you're sleeping with me and I sleep with one of them, guess what? You've
1: just slept with them. And that's just you being honest. And that's like, we, we grew up when we were teenagers and whatnot in the early 90s and all through the mid 90s and everything. And we were the teenagers that were brought up to like, you know. AIDS, AIDS and sexually STDs transmitted disease and, and stuff. Were a I a mean, serious
0: deal, right? Because
1: it was your the, dick will fall off. Yeah, because it was like the, that's what they used to well, tell because, us. Well, because well, because it was the mid eighties is whenever AIDS started to come mm-hmm. out, and that's when you know Freddie Mercury and um, so forth. He was the first one that I remember coming out with AIDS and end up dying right. from AIDS complications it was Freddie Mercury from Queen. Mm-hmm. But then Magic Johnson was the shocker. That was like nineteen ninety two. Like, Magic Johnson was, like... And
0: he's alive now. He's
1: still alive. It just proves he has money. (laughs) But, that's my... No, it's
0: like cancer. Some people can live with it for their entire lives. but... Remission, have it, remission, have it.
1: But having the money to have that proper medication. (laughs) Yeah, but... Well, that's another topic that we don't want to get into. But then we had Easy E. Easy E didn't find out that he had age. until it was
0: three days before it passed away. I so until it
1: was like a week before he died, and and so forth. And
0: but we also grew up during the time too that our parents would beat the shit out of us if we came home and said that we were pregnant.
1: Y- yeah, I mean I can't so y- speak for that <laughs> per se. Um, I mean, I'm 38, my son's 21. Y'all can do math. <laughs> math? Um, um, but I but mean, I'm sure
0: you got a, I'm sure you got a good oh,
1: slap for that. Oh, I got, I got, uh, uh, an ear pounding and a, and a, I didn't get physically harmed. I got more. What the fuck are you doing? I got the more ear pounding and the, and the ear-beating and Oh, I got it.
0: The first time I had to take a pregnancy test at 16. Now we're getting to the dark side of this. When I had to take the first, my first pregnancy test at 16, I got it too. And it was more like, do you ever really... And it was funny because I got the conversation, do, do you want to disrespect your body in that way? I was like, what? Like, it wasn't so much like... But they taught me more like my body is a temple and... The man I choose to give my body to should worship me like a queen, kind of thing. Not, you know, every Tom, Dick, and Harry should come over, date me, have sex with me, and end me in a pregnant.
1: Like, it was just, it was now, different. No, I knew you in high school,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then we grew apart over the years and didn't talk or found right. each other. And then we found each other again. Damn, so, Facebook. Damn you, Facebook. But anyway, um, Knowing Amanda in high school and dating Amanda back in high school, trust me, she was not the easy girl in high school. (laughs) Definitely not. Thanks,
0: Steve. Definitely not. Thanks, Steve. I also went to Avonworth, so remember that. Oh
1: yeah, and I went to Northgate. Damn it.
0: Yeah, so us girls at Avonworth, we um we had our standards.
1: Yeah yeah, 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 we still dated Northgate boys. But anyway,
0: I did. I dated about 10 Northgate boys, but right. that's because they weren't picked on for dating me. You have to mm-hmm. understand that we're getting really off topic here. But you have to understand in high school, I was a nerd. I was a
1: geek. Everybody mean, made
0: fun of me. What do you mean
1: was? Nobody makes fun of you now, but you're still a nerd and you're still a geek. That's because I'm in my 30s and I don't give two fucks. But I'm right. also very
0: still... I still wear dresses now and everything I get. But back then I got made fun of and a lot of guys, I literally... I will tell you I dated a handful of Avonworth men who kept me a secret because they didn't want the comments from their friends and so to their friends they were single or they were dating somebody from Quaker Alley um when secretly at night at 3 30 my phone was ringing from them and they were over at like seven o'clock after they were done with their homework like because and I agreed with them I didn't want them either ridiculed or the comments made, or our relationship underneath a microscope.
1: Because the running back of the football team was dating the drummer girl from the band.
0: And that's exactly it. So, in all honesty, I dated a lot of guys from the other high schools because they didn't have that. Like, I dated a lot of men from Northgate because they didn't... I mean, they would hear snippets like you know, because they were on the football team or because the soccer team was conjoined and things like that, but they didn't, like, get it on a daily basis. I literally had a guy, I won't say names, I dated a guy from Avonworth. we had two dates, he turned to his friend, he was a senior and I was a sophomore, he turned to his friend to tell him that he was dating me, and the dude looked him in the face and said, why the fuck would you do that? And the guy proceeded the next day to not speak with me again. He just didn't answer my phone calls. And when I cornered him about it, and I was like, "What? are we just not going to try this? Because I thought we were going to try this. And he was like, yeah, he made fun of me. I was like, he's not really your fucking friend, and this is dumb, and I don't want to do and this And keep in mind,
1: high school sucks for all people.
0: It really does. So anyways, so... N- <laughs> we really got off topic.
1: Well, we did, we didn't. <laughs> I mean... But anyways,
0: as an adult now, I have not been single long enough, in all honesty. I, like, married for 10 years with that same man for 12 years. Um, Before him, John and I were together for a year off and on. And then I've been with you for five years now. I just, I haven't been single in my adulthood to make a decision of what dating and sex would be like now. And this just recently came up. I was talking with a bunch of friends online about this. Um, and we were talking about um, how sex changes after kids and all this other stuff. and Or major surgery and things like that. Um, and I said, well, what happened to... What is sex like after a divorce? And what is dating like after a long relationship breaks up? It's it's a little bit scary the first few months.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: So I was not single long enough to kind of vile this as an Well, when adult. you and I got back
1: together, we were both out of... Fresh both out of relationships when you and I got back together. And it was... That first six months was definitely a struggle because... But oh, we were
0: horrifiably... Both like, of
1: our emotions were all fucked up and, you know, and so forth. But, um,
0: and it was, it was tough on us. We did not, in the bedroom, it was lacking and our relationship was lacking. It totally was not what I wanted it to be right off the bat. Um, it took a lot of work to get through that first six months to a year. And, I'm, um, I will tell you, in tw- in my 20s in college, I always go back to college because that was kind of a crazy dating time for me. Um, it was about anywhere from the second date to about the fifth date it was
1: right.
0: on. And I can't tell you it would go past the fifth date. If, they, if we hadn't hooked up by the fifth date, it wasn't happening.
1: Well... So now we have our over-under is five.
0: Right. But that, again, I was in my mid-20s and not like... (laughs) You got distracted. Our poor adopted cat is climbing probably a screen, isn't she? She is. And now she's stuck, isn't she? We're having fun at home tonight, folks. Was she up the door?
1: No, no, no. She there was there was a, a bird or something outside the window and she was batting at the screen and so forth. And when I went in the kitchen and looked at her and snapped my finger, she just turned around and went meow! <laughs> <laughs> so I just shut the window. Um, all right. So <laughs> Second topic.
0: Personal time. Things that an individual does with the without the other besides work. Oh, well I know what yours is.
1: Well, we all know. Steve's a drinker. <laughs>
0: Not necessarily. Steve Steve would love to spend a day without Amanda, and this is how it would go. Steve would wake up in the morning. He would pour about an ounce of vodka. And oh, no, an ounce of bourbon.
1: No. And that would be vodka. In the morning it would be vodka. Stop talking. In the
0: morning it would be vodka. In the morning it would be vodka. <laughs> Maybe mixed with some Mountain Dew just for the kicks and shits and giggles. I mean, come on now. I'm a girl that used to drink Jägermeister and Red Bull because Red Bull was the new thing. Um, so Steve would start out with an ounce of bourbon or an ounce of vodka in his Mountain Dew just to kick off the day. Then Steve would proceed to the golf course where he would probably pay anywhere from 18 to 36 holes. And then, all while smoking cigars. He doesn't drink while he golfs. Or the would
1: occasional t- beer. Yeah. I don't, like, heavily drink while I golf.
0: And There's been a few times. Twice. Uh, twice. No. <laughs> <laughs> then Steve would proceed to the nearest dive bar, where he would continue to drink bourbon and pitchers of beer and smoke his brains out until he crawled his ass home. And then he face planted somewhere and fell asleep. Um. Oh, and somewhere in there is a pork shank <laughs> or a steak that's the size of his face. That is like Steve's day off. Um, which is very different from my day off without him. Um, Steve basically would love to play golf, eat food, and get drunk on his days without me. Um, We can all t- I can tell you right now; these days have not existed in years. Um,
1: because no, they I have on occasion.
0: Because I put my foot down and I said I'm not coming to get you, motherfucker.
1: Um, they, they have on occasion. They
0: have. There was that one time that our friend Max brought you home. After you played golf all day and then sat in a bar and drank your face off. I, I'm i guessing pizza was in there because a pork shank wasn't nearby. But I got a phone call that said, you may want to open your front door. And I walked down and there you are on the grass. And Max trying to pick you up and your golf clubs propped up against the wall. And for five seconds, I thought to myself, would I go to jail if I just lifted up your golf club and started beating you with it? And if so, could I fight off Max for trying to stop me from doing it?
1: Who's a Marine, by the way? Who's
0: now a Marine?
1: Yes. Um, but no, uh, so honestly, anyways. honestly, as Amanda, loved love to describe my days that I wish I had off, which when I do have time away from Amanda... I do like to play golf. I do like to indulge in the few cocktails and beers, you. and and good food. Um, but also, I always say
0: pork shank because I remember that that was like a Shiloh girl thing for you. That it was always like, I want to go get my hair cut, and then have a pork shank and then drink. And I'm like, what the fuck is your life?
1: Yeah, uh, my haircut your life is-
0: sounds like a bad episode of The Sopranos.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my <laughs> like my, my,
0: day, my day started off at the barber shop, whereas Vinny tried to tell me that the pot was no good. And then I need to knock off the butcher. Betty the butcher did nothing to me. So and then all of a sudden it turned into I'm eating a pork shank at Shiloh Grill with my friend Keller behind the bar. And there's this whiskey, and the whiskey's really good, but still Benny the Butcher's being a jag off, and then you're like, I'm drunk across the street. This is why
1: we need to video this and shit. And
0: then all of a sudden, there's like a jitney driver who's taking you home, and it's one in the morning.
1: That has happened.
0: Meanwhile, his day started at 11.
1: That has totally happened. <laughs> I've got my hair cut at 11. I've got my hair cut at 11 in the morning. And I've walked down the street to Nikos and had a couple of beers. And I went across to Shiloh and I sat in there and had a couple more beers. And was like, you hungry yet? I'm like, yeah. He goes, you want a pork shake? I'm like, sure. So I get a pork shank, And I have a couple more beers and some whiskey. And it was more like 11 o'clock that a Jitney driver would drive me home. Because I was on a 12-hour shift between haircut and drinking. Because it was wintertime. Because I didn't play golf. <laughs> But anyway, on Amanda's days off... I
0: just love the fact that it started out with like a bad episode of this Sucranus. <gasps> right.
1: But on Amanda's... But
0: I love that you're laughing because it just tells me that I'm fucking right.
1: She is. So
0: I also Wait, to wait. Go- now you're going to do the impression of what... Oh, wait. We're going to pause right now because... Oh, hold on. I'm going to pause this really quickly and we're going to... Because we're going to go over in time because now we're up to five minutes. Hold on. let me um Let me do something. Okay. We're pausing. Hold on. Okay, so sorry about that. I'd extend the end of the show because we're obviously going to go over in time. Because right. Princess here feels the need to. Vinny the butcher here is like trying to describe my fucking day. So this is going to be rich. Unlike he acts like he knows me now. So so let's so, get this straight. He don't know jack or shit.
1: So so here's Amanda on her day off. She she tries. <laughs> Thank you. We need video on this shit. We really. do because
0: at this point um, I'm
1: giving him the shorthand salute again. Yes. Not safe for work. Uh, so here's Amanda on her day off. She's going to not set her alarms so that she can sleep in, but yet her ass is gonna wake up around nine a.m. at the latest, probably closer to eight in between seven and eight. And she's gonna wake up and, and she's gonna wake up and she's gonna go to the bathroom and she's gonna come back to bed and be like, I just wanna lay here and go to sleep but then she can't because she rolled over and looked at her phone and realized that there was like seventeen like messages between Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram.
0: That's like a me on a daily basis, though. That's right? with or
1: Without you, right? I run so, a business and so work then, three jobs. So I'm not home at all. I'm not home at all in this situation. Okay. So Amanda is gonna get up and she's gonna come downstairs, and she's gonna pet the cat, and she's gonna make herself <laughs> coffee, and she's got coffee, and she's gonna make like two eggs and some toast. And she's going to sit here and watch, like, Rachel Ray or some other, like, morning show. you're
0: describing my mornings whenever you sleep in. Right,
1: right, right. But then here on her day off. This is
0: tomorrow morning, by the way. Right, right,
1: right. But then she's going to, like, write and whatnot and be like, it's so fucking beautiful out, I don't need to be in the house. So then she's going to go ahead and be like, you know what? She's going to pack up her stuff and put it in her backpack. And she's going to go down to Point State Park with her camera and her backpack. And she's going to take pictures walking around downtown all day. And then down to Point State Park. And then she's going to sit in the park and use her phone as a hotspot to connect to the internet. So she can write onto the blog and so forth. And then she's going to get hungry. And then she's probably going to go find somewhere to grab a munchie and a beer. And then walk around town some more. And hang out. She might kayak. She might kayak on the river. Um, as well as... She's going to, you know, probably find somewhere else to eat and drink and have a beverage and something to eat.
0: You're missing some major things that I would do if I had unlimited money and no well, boyfriend for the
1: day. Yeah, unlimited money and no boyfriend. She'd be up at McConnell's Mills hiking up in McConnell's Mills up around or up at Raccoon State Park. If it
0: was raining, I'd be at you the Hall. If it was
1: raining, she'd be at a museum.
0: I'd be at the Warhol because that's my favorite museum. Right.
1: You know. If you if she had two days off and me not around on unlimited funds, she'd be up in Allegheny National Forest sleeping in a tent, like cooking on a Bic lighter, like. <laughs> that take a long time to cook that steak. But honestly, Amanda's like the camper. My idea of camping is Marriott, Weston. Amanda likes tents. You are so off on my day off. Amanda likes tents. You are so off. All right. Well, I'm okay. Then then express to me how you would enjoy your day off. Hey Vinny the butcher, don't even SWAT. Oh my gosh, darling, really?
0: Okay, so my perfect day without Steve and unlimited funds would start an early tea ride downtown. Yes, I would pack probably my computer and my camera, if not just an iPad and my camera. Okay. Um I would have breakfast downtown. There's unlimited places to have breakfast downtown. If you didn't know, by the way, you don't need to wait to Sunday to have a brunch downtown. Um, I would probably start with brunch somewhere. I would probably walk the River Trail. Um, my new favorite part is, is the color park. Um, I have not seen it in person yet, but the pictures are absolutely gorgeous. So I would probably go see that. Um, I may get some work done, take some photos. Um, I'd probably walk over Northside, walk... I usually go down the Roberto Clemente Bridge and over the Warhol and back again. I would definitely go to the Warhol. Um, I would go kayaking. I would have dinner downtown. Lunch and dinner. Lunch would be something quick, though. Lunch would be, like, Condado's or, um, pizza Emiliano's or something. And then... Dinner would be like a nice sit-down dinner, like Eddie Merlot's style or something. And then um, nighttime, I'd probably want to sit there and just drink wine and have my notebook out or my iPad out.
1: So, Il Pizziolo, patio, Market Square with a bottle of wine and, and writing. writing.
0: That would how the night would wrap up and then an Uber ride or a Lyft ride home. I keep saying Uber, I'm not an Uber person, I'm a Lyft person. I will draw that clear line in the sand, a Lyft home.
1: So, days off without each other um, are good for all couples. Um, everybody has their own interests, everybody has their own things that they like to do that the other one can't stand. Just, like I like to go t- play golf, it- and she is like, <sighs> eh, no.
0: Here's the deal. If you are going to have a day off without your spouse, or your significant other... Do not impede on them to come get your drunk ass. Because that just ruins it. Um, If you are going to have a day without the other person, get home safe. Don't be a fucking idiot. And, like, don't involve them. Prove to them that you can be, like, a responsible adult. And I know adulting is hard. But, like, it just, you know, be kind of responsible about it. Like... If you truly want to date without them, don't rely on them to come pick your ass up. Just saying.
1: I managed to pick my ass up once or twice.
0: I've uh, Yeah, um, twice. Really? <laughs> once or twice. Okay. A handful. But anyway. Every flippin' time. <laughs> no, not every flippin' time. Jesus Christ. Now you're going overboard. There's but maybe one or two times that you came home on your own.
1: No. But I mean... Go out with your buddies. Go to go to a ball game. Go to a football game, hockey game. Go play golf. Uh, girls, have your girls' nights. You go out in your girls' nights on occasion. And oh,
0: my girls' nights! Your are girls' amazing.
1: nights are amazing. She goes out with the girls, and whether I will be at work or you know, the last girls' night she had, I was actually work daytime, and came home, and Amanda came home and was like, you know, I'm going out the girls' night. I'm like, yeah. She goes, what are you gonna do? I'm like, I'm gonna sit here and watch a hockey game and drink this. Couple beers and have some bourbon, and I'll see you when you get home at 2 a.m. And she was home at like midnight, but you know, uh, again, don't that's only because
0: a fucking city is the worst
1: place to drink, but uh, the <laughs> um, but like Amanda said, don't impede on the others' time away from each other. I mean, how often do we get away from each other like a complete day? What one, two a month, maybe, yeah, one, two a month where we're like. The whole day where we don't see each other. We see each other in the morning when we leave and we see each other when we go to bed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But other than that, we get about two of those a month. And um, married couples with kids, I know you have way less. So you might get one. But, uh, you know, enjoy it. Do what you can do. Have fun doing it. I mean, it's I'm distraught.
0: Now I'm tired. It's midnight and I'm tipsy and full of pasta.
1: But we had a great pasta bagula! That didn't even make sense. But we had a great night tonight up at. Amanda's done. We had a great night tonight up at Spork uh, for Spork made pasta, and uh, it was enjoyable. Uh, You'll see that coming out here on Bold Pittsburgh. Can
0: I make a comment about this commercial? So we're watching TV while we're while we're filming this. Yes, we should really have this on video. So it's for Sheets, which is a Pittsburgh company. I think I can talk about this. So there is a, um, there, it's for their ice brewed, co- their cold, cold cold brewed coffee. Their cold press coffee. Their cold pressed coffee. So you have the Sheets person and then you have the person that looks like she went to Starbucks. You know what the commercial always reminds me of? I'm a Mac and I'm a PC. <laughs> like every time I watch it, I'm like, oh my God, it's nice. the Mac and PC coffee style. Nice. Like the Macintosh is the Starbucks girl, and the PC is the Sheets drinker, and they like have to snip at each other. And I'm like, guess what? Like, you both taste like fucking coffee. I know both of those computers aren't the same, but you know.
1: And and you being the coffee connoisseur you are, all coffees are not the same.
0: I will not drink Sheets coffee again, and I I drink Starbucks every day, but that's because it's convenience. If I had my choice I'd have Dunkin' Donuts every day if it wasn't a horrible location. Not horrible as in they make my drinks wrong, but horrible as in I can't make a left hand turn on the nineteen.
1: Yeah, you, Getting out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you can't. And I make, work yeah. left. Yeah, yeah, Not, you, yeah.
0: Like if I go to Dunkin' yeah, Donuts. So when you pass
1: Dunkin' on your way to work, you can't make a left into it and you can't make a left out of it. Right. So, so
0: and to do yeah, it I have to kinda like make the right into it and then loop around the block. Just to go to work. So it's not even worth it at that point. I'd literally have to leave for like 20
1: minutes early. Well, we're glad you joined us here uh, for Bold Nights Out. We're I'm glad you're trying to run this out now. Like, okay, we're done. We're going to wrap this up tonight.
0: You know, now that we're over
1: time. And uh, so forth. Uh, if you have an event, restaurant, brewery, uh, anything, any, any fun thing. We are the 360 degree view of Pittsburgh. We are. So get in contact. Even with us. Even if you
0: run like a makeup line in Pittsburgh and you want me to wear your makeup and try it out. I will. And, and I you've know,
1: done, makeup. you've done that.
0: I have done that.
1: Yes. So get in contact with us at boldpgh.com. Uh, at BoldPGH on Twitter and at BoldPittsburgh on the Facebook. And what's the Instagram one? BoldPittsburgh. BoldPittsburgh on the Instagram.
0: It's all again at the end
1: here. And if you want to become a
0: sponsor of this show, get in contact with us. Also, we have great sponsor packages. And also, um, you can, the easiest way to do it is check out our Patreon page and donate to the show. A monthly donation will get you a high five, a handshake, and even a spot on our website. So thank you everybody for listening and we'll see you next week.
1: See you next weekend. Have a good one.
0: Thanks for tuning in to us. Check us out at Bold PGH on Twitter, Bold Pittsburgh on Facebook and Instagram, and always at boldpgh.com. Listen to us always at the Rivers EdgePGH.com or every Wednesday at 9 a.m. at the River's Edge Radio Station. Have a great weekend. Thank you.